I'm pretty sure I pooped out my ability to see colors in Mexico. I don't know what I put in my body. Like, I feel like that's like a, I don't know, maybe racist, like, trope. That don't drink, you know, don't drink the water. You know, there's something in the water. They have, they got, they got worms in the water. But really don't. But super don't do it. I didn't, but I didn't do it. Do you think when Mexicans visit the United States and they drink the water, they get sick because of all the Kmarts in the water? Because of all the what? Kmarts. Because of all the what? Kmarts. I mean, you keep saying the same word, but I'm hoping that one, of, mean one of the times that you say it. No, I mean, I mean, just like, I don't know, whatever gets us sick there, like, we have a lot of Kmarts here. I don't so. think it has anything to do with the, the shopping on <laughs> offer. <laughs> it might. Justin McElroy, and I know the best thing of the week. My name is Griffin McElroy, and I know the best thing of the year yes. so far. My name is Christopher Plant, and I know the best game in the first six and a half months. My name is Russ Frushtick, and I know the best game of the week. Mm. Don't. Uh, this is the besties where the four of us uh, meet up, swap tips. Uh, swap kisses and talk about the best in movies, music, entertainment, not, sports. Not in that order. Usually candy. we do. Usually we do kisses first, and then we give each other sports tips. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this week we're going to talk about video games. Um, we're we're halfway through the year, a little over, but basically halfway through the year. So we want to take a moment to, to, to take a look back, look at some of the uh, the the best stuff we've played so far this year. Um, that sounds lovely. How. It's been a while since I feel like we've gotten down and dirty with like a slug, a slugger match, mm-hmm. a punching fight. I'm not sure I remember how to hate uh, Russ and Chris. Well, I, that's like falling <laughs> off a log, but it's, it's, I'm, I, how are we going to go about this? Are we going to decide at the end which is the best? Yeah. yeah. I think that's generally the place that we should do it. <laughs> I mean, I, we can try right now. Journey. <laughs> Did I do it? That's fun, man. We were so, we were so wrong with our shit last year. Yeah. Let's. Who wants to start? Did they ever get their trophies? By the way, that's up to plant. Um, what? Oh, let's not talk about it. Okay, <laughs> okay. perfect. It might be on my desk at the office. Wonderful. It, in in their name, though. Did you at least call them to say I have a trophy? But I'm gonna hold on to it for a while. <laughs> Those guys have no fucking idea that they won our most prestigious internet award. I was thinking that what we'd do is it would be like the Stanley Cup. Where like they never oh, really I see. own it. So once we pick the and best they game never have year, it, we decide if it's better than and never know about it. Dishonored. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they uh they they're allowed to kiss it if they'd like to come to the New York office. They're free to kiss it. Can they fill it with Jello? Mm. I heard that happens. No. <laughs> with Jello. <laughs> uh, who wants to, who wants to go first? Not me. Not it. Not it. Um, I can go first. Yeah, that sounds alright. Right. Just so I can pay attention to other things for the next thirty minutes. Um. So my my game of the year is probably so far isn't much of a surprise. Before I start, I I actually had a hard time like thinking about it. Like I've played some good games, but it really feels like the year is a little bit top heavy. And by the year, I mean all years ever. 
because um, most of the mean? stuff I'm most of the stuff I'm really looking forward to is not out until October. Isn't that bottom heavy? It's I guess it depends on how you look at your calendar. Um, I it was hard. I had a few. My honorable mentions include Bioshock Infinite, uh, Neverwinter. Surprise, surprise. Uh, Antichamber is a really good one. Almost went with that one, but uh, of course I have to go with Animal Crossing New Leaf. Whoop, whoop. Um, now this is the one where you're a person in a village, correct? You're a person in an animal village. Honestly, I think it's all that we've talked about for the past like three episodes, so I won't belabor the point. Um, but I've actually, the last time we talked about it, I talked about how worried I was that I was just one day just going to quit and all of the obsessive amounts of time that I put into the game would be lost and it sort of soured my thoughts on the game um but i've kind of reached this happy medium where i'm only playing every like four days or so i actually there's an ordinance that you can pass in the game that is sort of designed for the way i've been playing it recently called like beautiful town or something like that where basically all the residents take care of the town for you so you don't have to worry about like your flowers dying or a bunch of weeds springing up or cockroaches taking over your house like all of the normal penalties associated with not playing every day are sort of abated by this uh, ordinance, which I think is kind of clever because that really was when I was playing like Wild World on the DS, which I played a shit ton also. Um, if I didn't play for like two days in a row, I'd be like, well, I may as well just quit because everyone's going to be pissed at me and my town is going to be covered in garbage. Yeah. Um, but that's really not the case. And I, I've been playing it at a much more leisurely rate instead of playing it sort of obsessively because i have to i've been playing it whenever i want to and it's a much it's a much much uh healthier way to not only consume the game but just live my life um and uh yeah i i I foresee myself actually playing it a lot more than i thought i thought i was just going to quit it cold turkey full stop one day and and, griffin uh, do you still have when you're playing in this absentee father mode do you still have I wouldn't objectives? Call it like, I wouldn't call it, like, I wouldn't call myself a deadbeat. Well, <laughs> deadbeat, Griff. You uh, pop in every four days. Yeah, pop in every four days, bring a stuff, stuff pony. Buy stuff in the store, and yeah. then leave. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track, and especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want, get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties. Rocketmoney.com slash besties. Yeah. Do you still have objectives? Things you're. Oh, like, yeah, I'll be at your soccer game. 
No, it's cool. I'll see you right there, Ham. Looking for me on the 30-yard line of your soccer game. I'm not coming. Do I still have objectives? Is you that still have things you're, things you're wanting to accomplish? Um, Not as much as... I mean, I still do. I still have furniture sets I'm trying to complete. I'm still trying to check in to see if Gracie's there to give me her fashion check so I can get the final upgrade to the Nook Mart. Um, I, I Yes, I definitely have things I'm trying to do. I'm just not like spending all day of every day of my life trying to do them. Um, I think a big I've, one was quitting. Uh, like, I'm not doing turnips, at least not now. No, yeah, I can't. I, I just can't do it anymore, which kind of sucks because, like, we talked about it, and now people on Twitter are like, dude, yeah. I've got, like, 560 bells. And I'm like, fuck. Like, that would be enough to set me up for life. I'll probably hop in at some point um just to like get one final big cash out because i have almost every room upgrade and really i think once i get that i'm not going to need the bells although i did spend eight hundred thousand bells on a throne that i found at <laughs> that <Nux>. sounds amazing <laughs> it's really i only had like 1.4 million so we're talking about like more than half of my total life savings and i was like i can spend this on all the room upgrades and everything's gonna be okay and then I got a letter in the mail, like, come check out this fucking throne. And I was like, yes, of course. It's made of solid gold and has two pit bulls standing in front of it. Like, I have to own that. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. I think but, I'm at the point where I'm, like, I have all the room upgrades. I am I just finished the last theme challenge that you, yeah. w- once you get all the upgrades, they, like, give you a theme challenge. And I just finished that. So my house is made of pure gold. How do you guys, how do you, let me ask you a question about this, so we don't get too deep into how great this game is. Um, How do you even begin to, uh, you know, assemble sets like that? I mean, like, I check into the stores every day, and I very rarely see anything that sort of even matches stuff I have or know about themes of things that match or know about feng shui. So So the feng shui and the themes and stuff like that, I mean, that's all I've just, like, spent too much time on game facts by like reading like crazy 30,000 word explanations of the mechanics of this game the the set thing i would say is mostly like i'll just buy pretty much any furniture that pops up and then i'll get pretty close to completing a set like randomly and then i'll look for like the last two or three pieces yeah that's basically what i did too you can look through your catalog at any time and whenever you buy something it automatically adds it to your catalog so as long as you're buying everything every day like you're gonna get a ton of shit in your catalog, and then you just go through it and say, "Oh, I've got like seven modern wood pieces. Like I only need a few more." Where would you Russ store? Actually, Where do you Russ help me? What? Um, oh yeah, I help. You just out. you just sell it back instantly, and then yeah. it's still in your catalog, and you can reorder it at any time if you ever but want it, it. But if you have two people doing that, like I was doing that, Russ was doing that, and basically he would come to me and say, "Hey, I only need the minimalist couch. Do you have it?" And I, you know, I probably did, and vice versa. Yeah. Um, I, I quit entirely because I know I can't go back. I can't do what you're doing. I, I, I feel like it's like breaking up with someone. I want to go back and do this ordinance that you're talking about, but it's like going back and like giving the keys. Like, I know if I go back, I'll just stay. Yeah. Um, and I, I love the game. I wish there was kind of a post game mode where my, DS would light up kind of like a street pass whenever there was a major event. So just so I could see a lot of the cool things that happen, you know, on random days. I I don't want to manage the town anymore. I don't need to collect anything. But there are these, like, 
nice moments that I really wish it notified me of. Uh, yeah. So I didn't have to check in every day. That's sort of how I'm doing it, though, like sort of exploratory when there's something cool. I, I booted it up yesterday to go to that horror town. Have you guys been there yet? Oh, yeah. No. Shit's, that yeah. shit's super cool. Somebody, some one of the, um, like a Japanese player of the game made Battle a Royale. village. Huh? It's it's based off Battle Royale. Oh, I mean, unless you're talking about another kind, one. Kind of. It's, a, it's so, totally up to interpretation. But basically, they made four characters in this one village. And there's only one path you can walk through, through the village, to go to these four houses. And assumedly, it's supposed to look like each house was made by the same, like, little girl. Uh, and it tells a story of basically, like, to me, it seemed like the story of how this little girl was, like, murdered by her dolls or something. It, it, there's it, Just Google it, and you can find the little uh, dream code in your dream suite yeah. that you just like type it in and you can go to this village it's genuinely very very upsetting what, but, like, what should people the... google hmm what should you google to find it i don't know animal crossing horror town <laughs> okay that works <laughs> i don't have to teach people how to fucking google i just probably... i didn't know what you were talking about <laughs> um so so go check that out but that, that's like how i'm playing now it's just waiting for cool stuff to happen um and I, I genuinely do like it, and it sort of abated my one last fear that I had about the game. So, dolls. Goaty. Goat, yeah. And how you, got, how you get a lot of bells? That's my only other question. Beatles. Get those at night. Get them sell them the next day. Sell them. Uh, Christopher Thomas Plant. What's up? I want to hear from you about your favorite thing of the year so far. Sure. Um, before I get to it, I'll toss out some of my runners up. Um, the Swapper, the PC uh, puzzle-solving game in which you kill yourself over and over again. Um, Call of Juarez Gunslinger, uh, the Bastion first-person shooter, basically. Thank you so much for pointing That was um, going to be on my honorable mention, but Jesus, if you have not played that it's game... It's really it's good, and it gets really, better. Yeah, like, it's, it's insanely good. Yeah, um, and uh, Earth Defense Force 4, which is only out in Japan and won't come out in America until no one will play it because it is going to come out next year once everybody's switched to next gen. Wait, did you play that yet? Yeah, played it this morning. Is it really? In I the, immediately an hour? I am a huge... It, it's like saying, like, oh, you love Madden and a new Madden's here? Okay, it's your favorite thing. But you don't even know how to invert the controls. I know. Uh, guys, it turns out playing a game in Japanese is not as easy as it looks. <laughs> <laughs> um... But my 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 Ichigatsu, my, is that is that a word? That means January. I've been learning. Oh, great! Awesome. <laughs> I, down- I downloaded an app. Ichigatsu. You got that is, Duolingo tip? Uh, I tried. They don't have Japanese, and that's what I want. Anyway, oh. sorry. Um, go ahead. Oh, sure. No worries. I'll just yell out random Japanese words that I've learned. <laughs> that sounds helpful, especially Perfect. because my game is Towerfall, uh, on the Ouya. <laughs> Because that is so you're telling no me owns. back up. I know you're telling me the best game of the year. Uh huh. Is on Ouya. Here's what I recommend for you. Okay, just follow me. Get the Ouya. I'm behind you. Let's okay. Go. Use your PlayStation controllers that you already have. Hook them all up to your Ouya. Um, turn the Ouya on. Download Towerfall. Buy Towerfall. Turn Towerfall on. Never turn Towerfall off again. Yep. Don't don't turn the Ouya off either, because your controllers will unpair immediately, and it'll probably forget your wireless network. So just leave it on forever. It's your Towerfall machine now. 
you're set. You're happy. That is literally what we've done that, in the office. Yeah, we it's just been leave on for I think like on. two weeks. Is this the? Is this the? I know nothing about this game. It is. Is, is, is this the multiplayer bow fighting game? Sm, yeah, Smash Brothers meets Joust. If well, if you play the mode that we like to play, or joust. I like Johann to play, Sebastian Joust or Joust? No, no, classic Joust. So the way the game works is you have up to four players, and in the traditional mode, you have these. It's like a static environment, two D, and each player has three arrows, which they can fire at people to kill them with. You have a dodge button, and if you dodge through an arrow, it will grab that arrow, so you can steal it from people if you time it right. Um, you also can kill people by jumping on their head. And it's easy to jump on people's head, well, easy, because uh, the right side of the screen loops to the left side, or opposite of that, and the bottom with the top does the same thing, kind of like the original Mario yeah. back in the day. So you could surprise people. I, just to boil it down, because I think it's a little daunting when you describe all the mechanics at once, it's essentially Smash Brothers with one-hit kills. Um, yeah, that's and pretty arrows. much With arrows. But... but what we love about it is one, it handles so good, um, and the matches are always so very close, um, and the mechanics are just so clean. Like that option to catch arrows, the timing is just always intense because, especially if somebody fires all three arrows, there is a way. If you hit dodge at the exact moment, you can catch all three, but if not, you're going to get shot and pinned to a wall. Um, all the animations are really precise. Like when you move past fire, it flickers. You can have the hat shot off your head, so you actually can tell when it's a super close call. Um, but what I love about the game is the rule sets are like Halo. You can modify everything. Or like uh, Smash Brothers. Or like Smash, Smash, that Smash Brothers. Just continue that metaphor for me. Yeah, sure. Um, but like the mode we like playing is single arrow, so you're very careful about firing it. Uh, it's an extended dodge, so it makes the dodge very powerful, and you can use it to bounce off people's heads into wings, which turns the game essentially into joust, uh, because you're flying around these environments and trying to smash people. Um, it's, I mean, it's really simple. It, it's one of those games you just have to play, I think, to really fall in love with it, because it is the mechanics. It's like trying to pitch someone on a classic arcade game. Uh, but man, it, it is extremely good. It, I mean, it, it has become our chosen um, game at the office when before we really didn't have any like chosen multiplayer game that like we all agreed was like a game that we could have fun with. We play this like when like whenever we can get the chance, the work hour ends, we honestly like sprint in there and anyone can play it and I anyone mean, can play it. You'll have no... people from like sales or production come yeah. in and be like, well, what's this? And they'll suck for the first match, and then by the second match, they're competing. That sounds, that sounds like, that is quickly becoming my very favorite type of game. It's why I'm so psyched for the Sports Friends games. Yeah. It sounds it sounds vaguely like Baraberry Ball, which is one of the games in there, which is more like a, you know, Smash Brothers meets basketball or something like yeah. that. But, um, yeah, that sounds like something I could really sing my teeth. If you like those types of games, man, you probably want the Ouya. Is it ever going to come to not Ouya, though? Probably, yes, it will come out for something else eventually. But they have an exclusive deal with Ouya for the time being. Um, but yeah, I mean, that is why to own a Ouya. I mean, the best games on there are these really quick, simple, competitive multiplayer games, uh, you know, for your couch. Which is great, because what other platform is doing that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would say, though, that, like, if you don't have people regularly coming to your house or just if you don't have a place to play with groups, it's not a single-player yeah. 
device, like you're not going to have as much fun, nearly as much fun with just playing single player games on there. But oh, I don't you... know. I heard Minecraft is coming. So along those same lines, <laughs> uh, you got um, you got you don't know Jack, another great sort of pick up and yeah. play multiplayer thing that you can uh, get on Ouya right now. And get on top. Get great on top. Game by Bennett really Foddy. Um, I didn't know Foddy made that. Yeah, I should have. I should have fi- figured. It's all about um, the locomotion. You go get a phone. You just want a phone to talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts, and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print, little details, and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know. The contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice easy solution save some put the bucks back in your pocket pay 15 bucks a month say bye to your overpriced wireless plans jaw-dropping monthly bills the unexpected overages sound familiar to get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com besties that's mintmobile.com besties Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode of The Besties is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up, you just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi, and once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old, I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old, and they both love their Aura frames, and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family, all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. Let's talk about halftime. Halftime. Hey, guys, I have an idea for halftime. What is it? We've been talking about all these besties. What about the worsties? I don't really like being negative. Oh, Shut up. Yeah. The Razzies. You razzle dazzles. Uh, I'll be negative. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Because I, I played. Um, Can I guess? Dead. 
Yeah, I knew it was going to be Walking, walking Dead survival. survival Instinct. That was oh, the yeah. biggest load of duty, and I mean, I don't. I'm sorry to use that kind of language, but it is stone duty. It is a first-person shooter where you someone farts in your mouth for five hours <laughs> and then it's done. Handle it, because you awesome. you did this to yourself, you did dummy. It, does it expand at all on? The, the mythos of... It expands on the farts in your mouth okay. by putting more of them in there than was before. When you bought that bitch and threw it in the in the Xbox, you weren't like, here we go. <laughs> it's on now. <laughs> here we, here Cook it, it up. Yeah, and the yeah. long lineage, including Lost Via Domus, I am looking forward to a good television-based video game show. Uh, game. No, it, 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 the controls are insanely awful. Uh, the acting is terrible. The story is incomprehensible. I had to play it all in one day, uh, and it makes my heart sad. Okay. The Bummer. end. A story pretty, by Justin McElroy. Seems pretty definitive. I haven't. I don't know that I've played much shit this year. Um, not, I'm struggling as well. I know Plant has played some bad games. Hell no! I was so excited for this section, and now I'm like. No, I, I, well, I can there, think there, of there one in particular. There have been really bad games, but I, like, didn't have to play Ride to Hell Retribution. What about Aliens? Oh, was that this year? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that game was bad. Oh, wait, that, that couldn't have been this year. It was this year. Are it you was, sure? like, February, wasn't it? February? Oh. I'm pretty sure it was this year. Wow. I mean, yeah, that February game was, like, 12th. a travesty. Um... I, mean, I can talk about that. I don't know if we want to like. I don't know if we want to bring it up because, man, that's just sad. Everything that happened after that game, people lost their jobs. There's all this controversy. Who do you sue? Where's the money going? Randy the game Pitchford, itself. Randy Pitchford made the saddest face I've ever seen anyone ever make at PAX East when he was talking when they had their Borderlands Two panel. Um, yeah, I didn't. I myself cannot think of any like seriously bad multi uh a gaming experience that i've had this year which is sort of a good thing it's also i've just been very careful with like how i'm spending my time yeah i had a lot of games that i got through gamefly and then sent back pretty much the same day i and they were games that like people seemed to be crazy about that did just nothing for me um can you give me examples i mean i'm i'm hesitant to say them because like Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, oh. I, I got in, and, like, there were people who really liked that game, and I spent maybe a half hour with it and just couldn't see myself spending any more time with it. That's um, funny. I thought it was highly, highly diggable. Yeah, that's the thing. Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, picked that bad boy up. Oh, God, yeah. just couldn't. That series is, is impenetrable. Yeah. Um, Those are both the type of games that people who really liked them that I know are like, oh, well, with Metal Gear, it was, if you get past the first three hours, you'll really yeah. dig it. And Monster Hunter is, if you get past the first 30 hours, <laughs> you're really you'll really like dig it. it. Yeah, yeah. I just don't have a, 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 I don't know, maybe it's my life, maybe it's just my general, like, patience. I, I, I just can't do that anymore. Yeah. But that being said, that actually acts as a nice segue to my game. Tell me. Uh, which is the first, my... Uh, well, I'd be lying if I said this is my favorite game of the first half of the year because really Towerfall is my favorite game of the first half of the year. Ooh. So boom, Chris Plant uh, uh, on that one. It already 
remains. But this is, uh, I would say, certainly up there, if not a close second. Actually, before I mention, uh, I do have some um, runners up, and those would be um, Guacamole, which was tremendously oh, yeah. good. Don't forget about Guacamole doing its thing. And um, I'm pretty sure this came out this year, but I could be wrong. Runner 2? Yeah, that was this yeah, year. Yeah, that's this year. Runner 2, I also really, really enjoyed. I so think I forgot were... about Guacamelee because I didn't think that a Vita game had come out this year yet. <laughs> no, I mean, there's been a few. Uh, Hotline Soul, just came out on Vita that I'm really oh, enjoying. Fuck. I chewed the shit up out that game. God yeah, it was damn amazing. it. So good on Vita. Amazing on Vita. So uh, your sassy comment about Vita does not apply. I'm sorry. I just wanted to be one of you guys. I know. Um, but my Maybe. my selection for uh, in the in the interest of variety, I thought I'd pick another game that I really liked, and that game is Last of Us, which is unfortunately the game that I brought last week as my thing. So I won't uh, harp on uh, it that much. Certainly not on the things that I um, already mentioned. I have not yet beaten uh, beaten it. Uh, I'm about I think I'm probably three quarters away through the game, and I just really like love what they're doing the like like ellie as a character is really one of the most most fleshed out believable characters i think i've ever seen in a video game totally uh, way more than like alex vance in half-life way more than clementine in Dead, uh, walking dead like this elizabeth. is or elizabeth for that matter from this year she, they just did a remarkable job with that character and the writing is great and the voice acting and everything like that um and uh but also i mean you know even if the story and the writing wasn't as good the gameplay is really superb it uh encourages you to play it completely different from any other action game that i've played like that um you know encouraging like a highly mobile highly resp- reactive uh, play style for each encounter that you have Gorgeous, gorgeous visuals. Probably the one of the best, if not the best, looking game of this generation. Not and, just the uh, visuals, but like the arts. Like the, oh, the art design. The is just so we've seen incredible. the world Nate get Wells? fucked in so many different ways in so many different apocalyptic games. Uh, this this is not only the most inventive, but like the most well like presented. Like they have, yeah, they have they have fulfilled their idea of the mushroom apocalypse. And it's in, like, subtle. Really it's not like way. there's a there's like you know, it's apart from the zombies granted, but like the environments themselves are very subtly like you know, they're dilapidated but they're familiar. I can't mm-hmm. help but like every time I'm walking through a house like it's furnished in such a way and you see this extremely rare like you never see this in games that houses in that game are furnished like you could live in it. Like, yeah. this is how a house would be furnished. There's a couch in a reasonable place. There's a TV in a reasonable place. Enough chairs for people to sit down in. Whereas most video game environments, like in houses, you'll see, like, there's a desk and there's nothing around it. It's just an empty desk. And that's what's in that room. And there was just so much put thought put into each and every tiny corner of this game. Many of those corners you won't even see because it's so free and open that you don't have to, like, scour every nook and cranny. Um, and it's just kick-ass. I can't wait to finish it, it. Probably will this week. It's a little crazy that Nate Wells is responsible for a large chunk of the two prettiest games in the year, between Last of Us and Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. He's he got a, a beautiful, beautiful brain. He does. Um, I feel a little strange when I talk about a game like Last of Us. I think sometimes I put people off because I complain a lot about them. But what I love about a game like this, and I was just talking to Freshtick about this, 
is that it allows me to complain about big things like philosophical issues I have with the game or things about like where story and gameplay don't connect as well instead of wow this isn't fun or wow there were levels that I liked but overall I found it boring or just derivative because there's so much going on to it I feel like I have more complaints but it's because those complaints are at a level that most games don't even warrant um, if well, that makes or any to sense. put it in a simpler term so much of this game is leaps and bounds better than most of the other games that have ever been developed that the shit that it fucks up like makes you so angry yeah because if that stuff was better it would be the greatest game of all time but like, like there's so yeah. there's so like uh, the stealth I, sequences where you this, see like ai characters running through zombies and stuff like that like, yeah that's, i mean the, the but, bugs and shit are like whatever like that that stuff doesn't really bother me anymore because i just with the connected age we live in i just assume that it's all yeah. fixable and will be fixed but shit no like, no I, that's ai work that's definitely not going to be fixed <laughs> but stuff like if if i have to put ellie on another goddamn pallet and like solve a totally brainless traversal puzzle i'm i'm gonna eat the disc like stuff like that just seems so unnecessary and and yeah i and can clashes with the rest of the game that seems so thoughtful and so well thought out that it seems like parts of that game the biggest problem i have with that game is parts of that game seemed like they finished and, the game and said fuck we need like another two or three hours in here let's, let's uh, i didn't get that impression I well, haven't you haven't finished it yet, yeah. you're right so. you're right i haven't finished it yet. my i oh, no, go ahead i also have a serious problem with the ending of the game not narratively i don't i know we can't get into it but I thought the story of the ending was fine, but there's there are parts of how they got there that drove me up a fucking wall. Yeah. Um, my problem is I think they are the best storytellers working right now, and I think that they have the healthiest uh, communication between the people who are writing the story and the people who are designing the game, and I think it really shows, especially in how Ellie works. Um, and because of that, when you have these moments... Uh, that are very powerful, either in a cutscene or just in gameplay, and then the gameplay does the exact opposite of a moment you just had, it's so jarring and kind of infuriating because you're. I, I felt like I was buying into these characters more than I had with any other game, and then it sucks when it's like, okay, now kill everyone in this space to get out, even though I had found the escape you know, 15 minutes early, earlier, yeah. I had to backtrack and then go murder 20 people and waste supplies that I would never waste. And it's like, fuck, that just, you just really killed an excellent moment. That's, that's it, probably a better way, because, because my problem with the, without spoiling anything, my problem with the, the parts towards the end of the game is it makes you do things that you don't want to do, which is like, totally uh, it seems like i think it's a complaint that phil probably brought up in his review that people sort of assumed meant that he was like bad at the game or just like he didn't like the game because it was so like dark and nasty but it really wasn't that it was it it, it makes you as the player feel like you just have no you have no input into what is going on in the game which is kind of jarring because like the story is so great and the world is so well thought out and the characters are like better than any other characters ever that you want to feel like you are a part of it and i think that there are 
several moments in the game where you just, I don't know, feel like you're being spoon fed. Yeah. Yeah. My game. Damn, got, it's good. My game's got some moments. Oh, what are what are your what are your runners up? Uh, I also very much liked. Uh, I very much liked Call of War as Gunslinger. Very much mm-hmm. enjoyed that. You were right about that. Uh, very much enjoyed The Last of Us. That would probably be on my my end of the year list. Um, I'll actually be interested to see this year if we see a lot of these early games dislodged uh, by. I think we already have, haven't we? Like nobody's bringing Bioshock as their best game. Well, I mean, that's true. But, I mean, even uh, the first half of the year as a whole, I wonder if... Uh, I, I think the general assumption usually would be, well, when the fall games come, that's, you know, that's really where a lot of these lists get shooken up. And I, I don't know I if... I don't think so. This I year. don't know if this year is going to... That's going to happen. I mean, console launches, obviously, the push with a launch game is usually not... I mean, it's usually not the best showing. It's Typically, there's a big learning curve there. Well, but there are technology. there are multi like Watchdogs yeah. and Watchdogs and GTA are, Five and Pokemon yeah, there's X and a y. lot of good games coming out. Just snuck that one right in there. Just gonna uh, go ahead and drop that one. Nice. Right in there, I, I also would like to everyone to keep. Uh, I'd also like everyone to keep uh, Candy Box in just in oh, your yeah. mind yeah. somewhere because yeah. that one that one really shook my world up. Uh, Can I throw in two others that I totally forgot and I think yeah, you sure. would agree with? Uh, don't starve, but also State of Decay. That was my last one, actually. Uh, oh, sorry. Is Tomb, Raider, is Tomb Raider, did that come out this year, too? Tomb Raider. Damn, yeah. Oh, Tomb Raider was dog. this year? Yeah, Tomb Raider's dog. on my list, too. Ooh, that was awesome. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, State of Decay is actually really, really, really cool. Um, I finished it uh, last week or so. Um, ta- an abysmally, abysmally, horrifically disappointing ending. Uh, but the game itself is really fun. Just don't stop playing it. If you see the end coming up, just fight against it with everything in your being. Uh, but my favorite thing this year, I think, is uh, is uh, Gunpoint, which is actually on Steam sale right uh, right now. I think it's like five or six bucks. It's or, or or maybe a bit more, but it's less than ten, and it is fantastic we talked about gunpoint right uh it's a 2d you talked about the sound that you make when you attach to things oh it's good uh 2d uh sort of stealth puzzle platform where you play a spy trying to break into a facility uh you you have incredible jumping abilities so you can leap uh across rooms through windows onto ceilings and stick to anything uh, and that's also sort of your primary attack is to leap at enemies and knock them out and punch them. Uh, later on in the game, you get a gun, but that's not really a game changer as much as it sounds like it would be. Uh, and you also have a device called the Crosslink, which lets you go into a puzzle view and connect rewired devices and switches so that, for example, an enemy can flip a light switch that's connected to a power outlet and shock themselves or something like that. Uh, yeah, that's. I would say. I, I mean, we, I, I think, uh, spoke at length about the the gameplay elements of the game. It's it's one of those games that I found super super interesting when it was being described. Um, but similar to Rogue Legacy, not on Macintosh, and I really want to play it, but it is not on a computer, uh, not on a platform that I own. Yeah, so it well, makes me sad. Looking forward to that uh, actually happening. So it'd be great. Um, but I, I loved Gunpoint. It's got really funny writing, genuinely entertaining, uh, a great, great, great soundtrack that you actually get if you buy like the 
second tier version of the game, um, which is, I think, still less than 20 bucks. Uh, and it's fantastic. I, I use it constantly for, for writing, which I don't listen to a lot of game soundtracks, but this one's a really cool sort of uh, electric jazz thing um, that I that I dig a lot. And uh, it's great. All, the mechanics are super refined. It feels great. It is... Uh, I, my only complaint about it is that there's not enough of it, and I want more. But that's mainly greed, not really a complaint about the game yeah, itself. Yeah, this is a sin. Avarice. <laughs> It's like one of the bigger sins that there are. So, obviously we're not going to pick Towerfall as the best game of the year so far. Because Griffin and I haven't touched it, so we we can't. I'm pretty sure there's two people that are voting for that game, though. So if you guys can agree on another game that you want to vote for, and then we'll slug it out between those two games. It's it's Aminal Crossing, right? I mean, that's where we're at. You guys, uh, yeah, Animal Crossing, I think, because you guys have to give that at least half a vote because you've actually played it. Uh, is, is that? Is that how the vote works? Is that works? how it works? I think uh, we'll call it a tie. Between Don't Animal, you think Animal Griffin Crossing has won Tower. enough this year? <laughs> um, but this is the only one that really matters, so like, I would really like it if you would. I, I would call it a tie and, and leave happy. I forgot, I, too. I forgot... Um, I picked up. We should we should briefly talk about all of the many things we bought in the Steam sale. Oh man, uh, it's I've only pick, I've managed to hold off and only buy two things. I bought Surgeon Simulator 2013, which fuck that game is good. Yeah, I want to try that. Uh, and Grand Theft Auto 4, just so I could uh, download the Iron oh, Man 4, the Iron Man 4 mod. What? Oh no, download Ice Mod. What's that? The thing that makes uh, Ice Mod is the graphics mod that makes it look better than GTA V. It looks absolutely insane. Well, uh, does it let me turn into Iron Man and fly around the city and you shoot things with chest beams? <laughs> yeah, I guess Did you actually true. do that, Griffin? Yeah, and goddamn. How hard is it to get uh, mods going on, on GTA IV? It's, it's kind of weird because not everything works the same way. Like, there's a, uh external tool you have to download that basically yeah. cracks the game wide open and lets you alter files at your will. Um, and then most of those mods that you download tell you exactly what you need to do. Sometimes you don't need that tool. Sometimes you can just like drop shit into a yeah. specific folder. It's pretty easy, Justin. It's, it's not su- very hard. Um, I was surprised that Disney was cool giving the rights to Iron Man to a modder yeah. for the game. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. But um, here we are. Yeah. That's just that's the way that I get out of the jokes that you try to make. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations, Animal Crossing. You did it. I've never been so proud of anybody in my entire life. Uh, thank you for coming into our lives and forgiving us of all our sins. Hey, Justin. Yeah. Fuck you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, do appreciate you listening. Maybe if Towerfall got on a real console, we might be able to talk about it. This is the future. The future is Ouya. Can I download it on my Roku? Yes. <laughs> Roku is six in Japanese. Roku has the same number of letters, so it's compatible with Ouya. By the way, it also, uh, just, just, just a note to Apple, you're just leaving money on the table. All these all these Towerfall purchases could be yours. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. Thank you for listening to our program. Please go to iTunes and subscribe to it. Uh, please go review it and uh, tell your friends to listen to the besties. Uh, we're all on Twitter. You can just Google it or whatever. Uh, but most of our writing you'll find on Polygon.com. Uh, it's a website all about video games. We've got lots of news and features, reviews, videos. It's a beautiful site. It's beautiful people making it. So you'll definitely want to get uh, balls deep. 
Oh, Jesus. I said that. Uh, no. Brief segue, I'm going to plug two video series. Um, Chris and I have uh, reinitiated the cooperative series. So if you like cooperatives and white spaces, um, not the race, the color, uh, you should watch it. Also, we have a new episode of Good Cop, Bad Cop, all about the launch games for the PS4. So yeah. you should watch that. Uh, we're a pretty big website. It'd be cool if we put uh, people besides you and Chris in a video sometime. Hey, I need to, I need you want to wanna, you wanna come up video. to New York? Been, yeah. You're invited. Justin Always. Griffin. I live would, in God's country. If you would like to come to a place where cameras exist, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we have other people in New York? We should have at least three to four other people. Do here. you not watch Alexa on speedrun every day? I've not seen this show. You need to see it. It's, it's really good. Every it's day. Sh- I can't, <laughs> every day. I can't watch. It's like, yeah, Sometimes you, get, you, finish, you finish Mario really fast. Like, I get it. I can't watch that every day. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know? And uh, thank you for listening to the besties. Make sure you join us again next Friday for the besties. Because should the world's best friends pick the world's best things. Let's see.